you got to keep that LSD, that zone two is like keeping your heart rate at a, it's an elevated state, but it's not so elevated to where you can't sustain certain outputs of force and things like that. And so it's like keeping yourself at a higher heart rate. So you're obviously moving. I shouldn't feel like I'm sitting in my chair no, right you now. You should not right? feel like that. Like this is, this is resting. You're relaxed. You know, maybe you're, we're talking back and forth, you yeah. know, your brain's moving. So you're kind of thinking, you know, that heart rate's going, but it's not like so much to where it's like, oh, I'm going to be out of breath. Everybody, welcome to the Garage Strength Podcast. I'm doing the intro today. As you know, I'm Earl, three-time co-author of the year, world champion when it comes to scripting, writing things. Today, uh, Dane's off. Where's he at? Diamond League? Budapest. Budapest. He's uh, off. World Champions. World Champs. That other voice you hear is Taman. Hello. Uh, Taman, Happy welcome. Happy to be back. Taman, how should we introduce you? The like creme de la creme of triple C thick. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, I, I, I like that. I think that's like, I would say. I mean, we kind of co-founded that. Yeah. And I know, feel like you're the muse ago. of that, though. Yeah. Like I, I need to get a shirt. The I, triple I, C thick. I've been, yeah. I was trying to get you to start hashtagging it with three stacks of bills too. Oh yes, you did. You did. I remember that. <laughs> I never did. I don't know why I never did. I feel like I might have put it on like a TikTok post or something, or and but just, I never like really pushed into it, which I should have. Yeah. Because it could have been good. You know what they should do is if you want to see a shirt comment below <laughs> yeah. and make that like maybe the spring the triple c the thick, triple c thick spring line one of the times the marketing kind of team's gonna listen to us with yes this and make i'm telling you we're having like these hits and they're gonna like slowly <laughs> be coming to fruition you just have to like be patient it's gonna happen all though. right come on we got to do a little bio info on you too so okay. we have some listeners who i'm pretty sure know who you are but some yeah unfamiliar they they need a little uh catch up or like okay. history lesson all right so what do you do for a living okay i am the head of sports performance here on site at garage strength um so i work under dane in terms of coaching but our back room with athletes clients um you know from the ages of eight years old to 70 years old so i coach a lot of different um ranges of people um, but I do all the sports performance work, working alongside Legend Hayes, who is our speed coach. And so we coexist and talk a lot about what, how we want to push training forward and, you know, periodization and things like that for the kids and the athletes that we have on site. Don't you have degrees in this stuff, too? I do. No um, <laughs> I have my degree in health and fitness management um, and a minor in business admin. That's not important as much. But <laughs> my degree, yeah, it's an exercise sports science from Texas State University. Do you have some other cert too? And then yeah, I have my CSCS okay. through the NSCA. So All right. that's pretty cool. So you yeah. got like stamps of approval from yes. like governing bodies. A governing body. So it makes me seem official. Yeah. So. And then on top of that, you've been how long you've been here now? Almost four years. Three four, and a half years. Four years, yeah, like yeah. Coaching, coaching in the thick yeah. of it. In the thick of it. Daily experience. Yes. Learning from some of the best, the probably best, the best, yeah. you know, yes. in the business with programming. Um Dealing with elite athletes too. Yes, you you do have some. You developed a few elites. I've had, some, I've had some pretty good ones. I have yeah. a couple of Division One football players. Um, I worked with a national team member on the on the Puerto uh, yeah. Rican basketball team. Um, who else? Got some D one. Is it soccer? Ooh. Mm, yep. Got yeah, those soccer. gazelle legs too. Yeah, yeah. A huh? yeah. um, couple of baseball kids. Um, 
but a lot, a lot it's a it's a wide range yeah it's hard to keep track honestly because there's a lot of kids that come through but i think the coolest thing do you want basketball player women's basketball player for boston college oh nice started working with her last summer and she came back this summer so um it's a pretty it's a wide range and it's just like i think you learn a lot just from all these different athletes from like, the different sports different from the different sports um the different training ages just i think that's the biggest thing is like you get some of like football kids that are like oh they're at big power five schools versus some kids and you know they haven't trained as long versus other kids that have might might have went through the entire system from high school on um and they're at maybe a, a strong d2 school or d3 school you know like you can see that they can both train together despite being at different schools you know the yeah. levels that they play at so um so we got some how you make your living mm-hmm. sort of why people can listen to what you have to say about yep. this taman is pretty much a conversation piece with Dane, a lot of times around training and things of that nature, ideas bounced off. Taman, I, I understand, is a pushback to a lot of things with stuff, which is very respected because, like, if everyone's just a sycophant agreeing with you all the time, like, how are you going to ever, like, yeah. actually question what is going on? Let's also, a little bit more bio. You, you're still an athlete, too, right? Yes. All right, I let's still, talk about, give a little I'm info a on that, too. Shot putter. Some people say post collegiate shot putter. I say professional shot putter. <laughs> um, so I, I've been throwing. So I went post collegiate in 2019. Um, so I've been I've trained or I've been to a lot of different national meets. Um, my highest finish so far has been fifth at indoor nationals this past year um, in Albuquerque. Um, I was at the Olympic trials in 2021. Finished tenth overall. So that was a big so. There's highlight. nine people in America better than you. Yeah, there's nine people in America better. Yeah. So. How many? How many did we send in Olympics? Three. We send three, yeah. How many of them medaled at the Olympics? Two of them? Two of them did. Yeah. We yeah. have a pretty robust yeah. shot put crew. I think it's crazy. That meet, so in the finals, I was between both of those medalists, the first and second. So Ryan Krauser got first. He was before me. Yeah. And then I went, and then Joe Kovacs was after me. He got second. So it was kind of surprising to be. That was my first outdoor meet, outdoor national meet. At the so you got level. sandwiched between the like the two, two of the best. They ever. are the greatest of all time. Yeah. It's like I say it's it's having LeBron and Jordan in their primes competing against them. You know, like and it was it's insane. So it was a cool experience. You were just you were glad to be I was on the just field there. with them. It was insane. It was, it was like they're doing the introductions. Were you cool enough to talk to them or did a you just bit. like back off and be a like, little bit? Uh, I was kind of like a, you're a little because that was the first time I competed against Joe Kovacs. I've seen Krauser a couple of times because he competed at Texas, the University of Texas. So I've seen him at meets. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like, you know, hi Joe, nice to meet you. But I'm like, I got to still compete against you, you know. So yeah, you, you get a little starstruck, but you're like, you know, when it comes down to it, like the first person goes, like business starts. So I've I've only thrown shot once. I did like the one meet here Power at a Power Fest, Fest yeah. just because I it was like, all right, let's try something. I did abysmal, but uh. I always felt like in those meets, and maybe it's because I was just doing it for fun, it doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't feel as competitive, but it's not like I got to go knock into you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't, I'm not, what you do doesn't impact me at all in a physical sense. Like, it's not like I'm wrestling. It's not like football where I have to get you out of the way or something or avoid you. Like, yeah, basketball where you're DM me up or something like that it's just like hey you're gonna go throw all right i'm gonna go throw yeah and i I couldn't quite get the hang of like sort of that back i feel like if i was competitive like that i'd be the person trying to get in like get you off 
put Off somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or being super friendly and making you laugh. Yeah, that's part of it in the warm-up lines. Like, there's always – when you go to a lot of the meets, you see a lot of the same people. And so there's, like, a couple guys that were, like, they'll make jokes. Or there's a couple guys that's, like, oh, let me just, like – can I borrow your shot or can I, you know, use your chalk or like just little things like that, that like they probably don't even see as an issue or like a thing, but you know, it's like that could throw you off your game. Yeah. Like, so let like, me stand right next to you here or, you know, something like that. So, is anyone a close talker? You you don't have to name names. There's a couple of guys that are close talkers. Yeah. Like they'll just stand like real close to you. Yeah. Be like give you like a little elbow and let me, let me spark a conversation. Oh, let me talk to you. As there's two people out from you going, let yeah. me start talking to you about something that requires, you know, some sort of feedback. And it's like, man, eh, I feel like there could be a whole like mindset around when you're not throwing the shot, how to get people off their game or like yeah. build people up. I also noticed, too, in my one minimal experience, it was very like no one was like, oh, I hope you like fall out of the circle and foul. Everyone yeah, yeah. was just like, yeah. And what was funny was I had no idea what I was doing. So, like, there was people, like, snickering at me. Like, yeah, it was yeah. just like, dude, I'm just here. I'm just here to have fun. Like, All right. So, we got some to mom why he's here. Yes. Dane's off in Budapest. Yeah. T's the trusted go-to with that. Um, T and me were recently talking about something. We had a little disagreement, too. What was it? I think I was. it was something with, like, the – what we were talking about, how we were labeling stuff, but mm -hmm. he gave me some great advice because I recently started you well, not started, got a single leg squat rack, and I was yes. asking you about like how much volume, how far can I push the volume on this? Yeah, and you gave me like, hey, we'll go as high as this and that. And I have was you been like, doing it? Oh, I, I hammered that volume the very okay. So you told me that that would have been Saturday. Yes, that Friday's the day I do it. That Friday, that was like, I was like, how much volume will you do? Yeah, and that was what I did. Now I did take uh, I want ten percent less okay. than what I had been doing, like from an intensity standpoint. Yeah. So I'm thinking this week I may try to do the same volume, but bump it back up to what I was okay. handling for like three or four reps. Yeah, yeah. Over the course I think of that's that, good. that's good. Are you sure. Yeah, I approve. Yeah. Are you sore? You oh my! Sore. My glutes get so sore oh, yeah, every time. Tore it's up. wonder. I don't want to say it's wonderful, but like I love knowing I did a workout. Okay. You're and of, oh, okay. That's I'm also someone too who's been like my training age is up there. Yes. And like it's tough to make me sore. Okay. Like I did that one workout then. Yeah. It's tough to like make a muscle sore. Like it, it yeah. just is. Like I have to and also too, like I trained as a weightlifter, so like my legs can handle yeah, volume. They can take like it, yeah. they can take I can it. squat every single day. I can snatch clean and squat every single day. Like I can do it. Um, yeah. And also I came, I started off trying to do CrossFit first too. That volume's through the, like, I just. Yeah, it's up there. I don't mind. You got, you got some mileage under you. Yeah. So where you can take it. Kinda, so like when I'm like just trying to be athletic and old and fit still, it, it's just like, all right, yeah. I got in there today. Let me make sure I eat right. So maybe my six pack abs might come might about again. Up. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that, we want to talk about getting lean game which is kind of like no offense like that ain't your sport yeah, that's, man. that's the opposite side of the spectrum uh, yeah when it, comes to shop it isn't that so but you can identify with like lifting daily yes you can identify with eating your fair share of protein mm -hmm. you can identify with like going in the mirror and being like yo i like what's coming back at me right like yeah. you know you throw shot you you yes. like when your shoulders are big you see yes. big 
triple C thick type of things going on. Um, you got that athletic physique, maybe not quite like statue Adonis, but more yeah. like Hercules Adonis type yes. thing going on with you. High intensity weights on there, right? You go heavy. How much? What is your squat PR? Two. 181 kilos kilos yeah good thing you said that someone would have been like i can lift more than that yeah yeah 281 kilograms can you, can you do the pounds that's over 600 I think right it's 620 oh yeah man. somewhere around there 620 that's pretty good it's not too bad that's like good for, like for me I, I, that would be incredible i think it'd yeah. be like triple body weight yeah that probably would be yeah. a little bit more you though you, don't you need to squat like 800 to i mean with yeah the there, there's like in the shot putting world it's like 600 pound squat is like the barest of minimums so it's like you push you got to push into that like 300 kilo 660 700 pound 800 pound range you like i mean that's like the insane amount of okay now tamon you're kind of young yet so yeah. i don't know how good you do with the sleep part of it you may be staying up late i mean i, I do okay i try to <laughs> sleep i do try to sleep i do a decent job but all these things contribute yes. to sort of getting lean and fit right mm -hmm. getting shredded yeah. Well, let's talk about that LSD work, okay. that long, slow distance. Or I think the the word for it now is kind of like zone two, zone right? Two work, yeah. It's sort of the same. It's like, uh, and people may yell at me. It's like calling an Atkins diet a keto, keto diet. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's the similar type of principles around yeah. it. So let's talk a little bit about, I like calling it LSD. I just think it's cooler. Maybe it just didn't work so well in like search terms. So they're yes. like, we have to call we this something call else because yeah. we can't keep having psychedelics show up like yes. mind altering substances. Like who would do that? Yeah. Like who wants to think oh. that way? Bunch of hippies. <laughs> you get what hippies I'm saying? Doing like slow duration. <laughs> I mean, they might feel slower <laughs> from whatever they're doing, but that's not what the, uh, the goal is. So, um, Let's talk about LSD training and how it like kind of works with zone two. So what I know this is like kind of out of your athletic, athletic background, yeah. but you are like you said, D one yeah, soccer player, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, whoever that is, they're running what? 10 K a game probably yeah, about yeah. like, yeah. So talk to me Three about to five it. Miles a game. So it's like, you got to keep that LSD, that zone two is like keeping your heart rate at a, it's an elevated state, but it's not, so elevated to where you can't sustain certain outputs of force and things like that. And so it's like keeping yourself at a higher heart rate. So you're obviously moving. I shouldn't feel like I'm sitting in my chair no, right you now. You should not right? feel like that. Like this is, this is resting. You're relaxed. You know, maybe you're, we're talking back and forth, you yeah. know, your brain's moving. So you're kind of thinking you know, that heart rate's going, but it's not like so much to where it's like, Oh, I'm going to be out of breath from whatever's going on. So it's like that zone two work is like your, your muscles are, you're stimulated, you're moving, you're able to essentially almost, it's just past having like a casual conversation, you know? So um, it just allows you to, you're getting good work in and staying at a higher intensity in a sense. Yeah. So, and there's like, you fall within a range, right? There's yes. not like, and my understanding is the goal is to basically get into sort of an activity level where you're burning more fat than you are sugars. Am yes. I right with that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like a, Cause once you get into that, the using carbs, then it's like that energy source can get utilized a little bit quicker. Is but if you're using fats, it takes a little bit longer to break that down, so you can sustain that for a longer period okay. of time. So, so it's almost like you get that fat burning aspect yeah. out of it. Yeah. So we get what that is, right? You yeah. know. So 
that's going to help you the mitochondrial volume they say and yes. things like that it's going to help you with your cardio your heart health yes you know building that muscle but we want to talk about getting lean mm-hmm. like so i it's it's i feel like it's a hot topic now like a lot of people are definitely doing it it's big in like um you know bodybuilding communities things like that but it's also just getting in shape you know you get on the bike for 20 25 30 minutes post-workout or you know whether that's in the morning whatever it may be and you're just you're staying in that zone two area with that fat burning area that people like to call it sometimes so it's like you're it's it's a state to where you can just you can cruise and just push through but you're burning fat for fuel you know so that's that's what that's how energy is utilized anyway like it's perfectly used and so that way you can get leaner that way compared to doing something that's higher intensity where you are breathing a little bit harder, carbohydrates going to need to be used because it's at a higher force output that's used to complete that exercise. So when I'm using the carbs, like if I'm going too hard, yeah, my love handles are sticking around, right? They're giving me a hug when I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're there for you. They're, they're letting you know they're there too. So they're, you got to keep going, you know. Yeah. But that's not always like. Where depends on what you look. If I for. just go a little slow motion with it, yeah, relax, yeah. smooth, like it's like you know, kind of like a. I don't know why this is coming to my mind, like a ukulele, like you're just kind of listening, but you're like, <laughs> have a luau whatever, around your neck. You're just, you're able to just kind of relax. Now I have this image it. of you playing a ukulele. I feel like that'd be hilarious. I don't know how to do it, but maybe I should learn just for the, It would benefit your brain to learn a new yeah, skill. That's very true. Like skill. Hey. I mean, that I would be learning and probably in zone two because I'm like frustratedly <laughs> thinking about it, <laughs> sweating slightly for it too. I wonder how that would help with your shot. This is going to be slightly off topic because of the fine motor skills within yeah, yeah. your fingers. I don't know. I guess I'd be left like. Yeah, but you depends on if yeah, you the did like a right. finger style with yeah. your right. Like it would. That's it'd probably be a good thing. Maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah. I never really think about like what my fingers are doing from like. A throwing or anything standpoint so, so I'll, maybe it'd be good just you've been from, on a pvc pipe right yes like from a st- or a stability, stability yeah. roller stability roller yeah <laughs> with those and like how we'll talk about like using the toes yeah uh, a lot of times i think about instrument playing it's like just it's it's what it is it's finger stability work. yeah yeah like, it's fine precision motor I was, skills i was talking to somebody recently about that like your hands have grip but it's also the same with your feet like your feet need to be able to grip certain things because yeah. that just leads up the chain and having some stability from that so it is like interesting to put it that way like hand grip fingers and then feet and when i was a young kid me and my brother would like fight over the couch and would like you, start kicking feet? one another type of thing with the feet but i always remember he could pinch so hard with his toes and it's funny now that he's an adult he'll like do it with his kids sometimes like yeah. just messing with them and it just makes me laugh like but you talking about like grabbing things with your hands yeah. like you should be able to do it with your yeah it reminds you that so yeah <laughs> that's funny i think it's always funny too like it's really good to have like the whole, this is super up topic but like when people are like like crazy foot splays like you yeah seen, like their toes just go like way wide uh-huh it's like really good for you apparently so it's that's like fun it's like, can you do any of the like uh, like foot yoga type of things where like you lift up your big toe and all your other toes stay down and yeah. can you do individual no yeah i cannot do that I or even just do. like do all the toes yeah, and leave but, the big one leave down the big one down it's like that's some crazy stuff like yeah. that's like fine motor recruitment there i like, think of think uma thurman that. in uh kill bill oh okay she's yeah, in yeah. the the one guy's car what's it called like uh, i don't know if i can say it on here but the 
the moose knuckle wagon. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my Casey, God. you may have to edit that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, move your big toe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> same feeling. Yes. 100%. Um, all right, let's get back. Zone two. Sorry. Yes. Getting lean, shredded. Yes. All right, so if I'm going to do zone two, how many different ways can I do it? Like, there's a lot. I all mean, right. Clearly, you could run. Some people attempt to do that. Yeah. I think. How do you feel about running, Taman? I am. I uh, Be honest. No, I don't want to run. You I don't, don't like running. You don't like running, right? I don't like running. I think, especially today, I think there's so many more ways you can get around, like, I think one, it depends on how you adapt to certain movements. So like the running, if you haven't trained for a while and you just go out and run, like you're going to get beat up right away. So like, you have to introduce yourself slowly. Like I think running swimming, beats me up. Yeah. Like I, it's just like the foot contacts, the pounding you get from your knees, your hips. If your hips aren't very strong, like you can get pretty beat up from my that. feet break down. My knees and hips do fine, but my feet struggle really? with running your feet struggle so you don't feel mm -hmm. any pain up the chain nope knees hips nah it's, well you're a weightlifter so those probably yeah. those areas are pretty strong but my feet add up when i when i got to the point where i could run like a half marathon a week yeah my feet were what got like where i backed off then okay yeah, yeah, yeah. why i backed off i'd wake up okay. i'd like have to like oh my feet my feet hurt i probably just needed better to walk on the yeah better or, shoes and even I had good ones, but probably like even a larger sole larger type soul, thing. Yeah, I know Dane has those like Hoka's. Uh huh. They're like I had ultras. I feel like you had ultras. Okay. Yeah, they're good running shoes. Like yeah, when yeah. I run a five k, like they're wonderful. Ten k, okay. wonderful. Yeah. But when I was like trying to get trying. like thirty plus forty miles, which I know is like nothing compared to actual runners, but like Taman said, I was a weightlifter and I was like, oh, I'm gonna try running for like a year. Yeah. Like my feet. Took a beating. They took a beating. They, they, they felt it. They yeah. Felt all it. right. So what else could we do I to think lean out? So like my triple C thick goes down to six pack. Six pack. One C. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Even, is that Maybe one two C? C's. I think two C's. Uh, I mean, it's a six pack. It's a six pack. That's what it's called. Yeah. Let's just leave it at triple that. Triple C thick. Like it's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's you don't want to like degrade. Yeah. The thickness. Yeah. That's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's other width ways. It does matter. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's funny. That, that, sorry, that's that's actually really good. Um, but I think other ways. So biking, assault bike, a rower, swimming. I think would be a good one. Um, that might take a little more, depending on like the current or whatever yeah. you're doing it at. If um, you're like compared to being in like a pool where there's nothing pulling you one way yeah, or another, yeah. if you're like going out open water or something yeah, like yeah. that, it may it may it may rise it up a little. And bit just higher. the stress of being in open water too. Very true. You, you know, know sharks out there. Yeah, at least. Right. There's some crazy stuff out there. Uh, a mag or mag. something like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that movie. I again off topic. I saw pre like previews for it, and I was like, "There's no way I will ever watch those movies." You watched it, didn't I you? I didn't watch it. Oh. I watched part of Meg One, and I was like, "This is just like cliche." Like, you know, so, like, what's the point? Same thing. I saw the trailer for Meg Two, and I'm like, "I'm so glad this trailer is like this, and this movie is like this," because. They know exactly what they are, what they're trying to be, and the audience they're going for. This almost makes me want to see it, even though I have no interest in it at all, because it's just simply owning. Yes, we're you know gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's we're gonna supposed, go over the top. Yeah, like we're gonna make kind of. I haven't seen it, but what the trailer made me think was like it kind of looks like Fast and the Furious. Like yes, <laughs> just very like unrealistic. Like they're yeah. kind of superheroes. Yeah, but hey, we're in the water and we're fighting a big. Meg. Big Meg shark. <laughs> it was like, so that's cool. 
It established it. It's perfect. All right. Um, so I could swim. I swim. could go on a fan bike. Yes. Could row. Can row. Um, going for like a faster paced walk if you're not used to running yet. Like I think little things like that could be good. Um, what else? Ski erg. I was. I say ski erg because I was looking at a ski erg recently uh-huh. online. And I was like, oh, maybe we can get that for the gym. You know, like. But I'm like a ski. If you do a ski erg. And it, it, you might be in zone three early on, but you slowly start to get used to it. Like that thing yeah. will keep you get in zone two. You'll get in a rhythm, and you can just roll off of that too. So personal experience with a ski erg, and I could be doing it wrong too. Was the hinging? Yes. Got a little excessive for my like eyes and my brain. Okay. Like constantly, constantly bending like over bending and like kind of yeah, like yeah. whipping the head, um, especially like saying you're trying to go for like an hour 40 minutes yeah, plus yeah. type of you thing could get, yeah it could become it could be a little painful but also too i don't know if you could just do it like just your arms yeah yeah versus like i don't need to hinge at the hip to get mm-hmm. that extra bit yes there. so that's i think that's similar to like a rower like you know sometimes you can go on a rower and you don't necessarily always have to use a full leg extension then arms like you could just go and just relax and do just arms and then bring your legs into it and just have your arms stationary like there i think there's different oh ways you i could. love manipulating the rower based yeah. off how much I can reach in with my back. Yeah. How short I can make my squat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you can like crank up, I don't want to say your wattage. Yes. By doing like what I wouldn't say a full squat pull. Mm-hmm. And it's like quicker too. It's there's ways you can play with yeah. the erg. Like, so you can, yeah, you can really like, like you said, manipulate it in ways to where you can get more out of it or less out of it. Really just more out of it. There's ways to almost not cheat it, but like, yeah, cheat it a little bit. But like but you can stay in zone two during. Yeah, you're playing with the computer more than you're yes. not really playing. Like your heart rate's still your heart rate. Yes. Or however your body's responding within there and like what it's doing, how yeah, it's burning yeah. all that fat, that tub. You know, get that lard. <laughs> <laughs> lard, yes. That area that you always want to cover up. Yeah. When you go out or zone twos, like get rid of your love handles. Yes. Like they're not gonna hug you no more. No, you they know. won't. They. They'll let you go. Yeah, they'll let you go. They'll let, like, <laughs> they'll understand two. their time. Is, they've, they've been there for you, but you're pushing them away. You're, you know, you're on to something bigger and yeah. better. And that's those six-pack abs coming yeah. in. I almost feel like we should talk. Is triple C thick better than six-pack abs? I mean, you know what my answer is. But <laughs> I think it, ter- it depends on, like, your lifestyle. It really okay. does. Like, from a health standpoint, probably not. But if you're active enough, like if you're, you know, you're staying consistent, you're in the gym, you're uh-huh. getting some zone two work in every now and then, like triple C thing is pretty cool. And I think it's part of the wave. Like you see online on social media, like there's either body positivity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Body positivity is a big thing and it should be, you know, like respect, yeah. but it's like you're triple C thick. Like you're just living a different lifestyle, man. There's, there's not many people that can like, Get you get to order lifestyle. what you want. Yes. You can order what you want. You can lift really heavy. Like mass I, moves mass. Mass moves mass. Like the only way you're gonna put more weight on the bar, you gotta get you gotta have some mass on you. And you gotta eat too. So you gotta just be smart. You know, you gotta be smart. All right, so. let's keep rolling with this lean. Um, you know, speaking of like being lean too, we do have some fun things coming up. You know what I'm talking about with the virtually? Oh, yes. Yeah. Our uh, virtual summit. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's going to be big time. Yeah. Ferris, 
Dave Brother Miller. Fr- yeah. When is that? October seventh. October seventh. Right? Yeah. Virtually online. So yes. like you don't have to travel anywhere. You can do it from your home. Um, just go ahead. Sign up. Sign up. Make it happen. Open your computer. Grab yeah. a notebook. Sit there. Maybe have your favorite protein shake next yeah. to you. Give it a sip. Learn something. I think, if I remember correctly, I think they're doing one session together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brother Ferris is doing one session independently, and then Dane's doing two sessions kind of independently as well, too. I th- yeah, think yeah. those are the four sessions you get. Um, October 7th, sign up, make that happen. Learn some things. I think it's a lot around athletic development, sports yeah, training, sports conditions. Yeah, things like that. Maybe some things about getting lean, triple C thick in there, too. Um, a little bit of zone too. Um, so one of the th- gripes you'll hear people make is I don't have enough time. They'll say this for everything. Of course. Um, there's never enough time in 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to always say there's always time for things you want to do. hundred percent. And you make time for what you want to do as well too. Um, yeah. and everyone who achieves what they want knows that mm-hmm. in some way, um, and maybe there's other ways too. Maybe you're just born into it as well. Yeah. Some of us aren't that privileged and some of us are and work just as hard too. Like there's all walks. How do you make time for LSD or like zone two stuff? Cause it's long. It's long. You need, I mean, it, you need 30 to minutes to an hour. Like you yeah. need time to actually get into the zone, stay in that zone and then actually get something out of it. Um, I think early morning stuff is really good. Uh-huh. Getting up early. Um, sometimes you see people do it fasted or things like that, like kind of helps with the zone two area, uh, or zone. Um, but I also think like after a workout, you know, maybe you take 30 minutes, you cool down, but then you slowly, you ramp back up a little bit to get into that zone two area. Um, or, you know, at nighttime. So it's like, you have to make the time, but also to understand that like, you're not doing like a workout or anything. It's like, you just want to get into a certain level, a zone, heart rate zone, and Uh you just have to hold it, hold it. You have to hold it and you have to, like, you know, hold yourself accountable to continue holding it, you know, like, and trust that, like, you have to do that for a couple sessions a week to actually get something out of that. I want to do one of those, the tests with the mask where oh, they, like, VO2 test your VO2. Mask. Yeah, yeah. Um, mainly because I've been, I make the time for my, like, cardio pieces on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Because I know on the weekend I have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Or I don't necessarily have a lot, but, like, I'm not going to, like, piano lessons i'm not going to drum lessons yeah yeah. i'm not going to dance class i'm not you know you have getting home from work that day i'm not writing something like every you have time there's there's an eight hour window that opens up on those two days that i can slash out 45 minutes to 90 minutes yeah to do like a zone two type of thing a cardio thing an lsd piece um I love doing it fasted okay. on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Um, mainly because it's like I can Saturday is more like, you know, I can eat a little bit more. It's easier yeah, yeah. to prepare a meal and know I'll have that energy coming in. Yes. To Sunday like sort- to kind of keep, keep you fueled yeah. throughout that. Yeah. Um, and also, too, one of the things I've been experimenting with a fan bike. I have, okay. I have an assault bike. Okay. And I've been experimenting. I'm trying to figure out because I haven't done a VO, so I don't actually know yeah. where I'm at. And also, too, based off like my lifting that week, like so, like when I do like six sets of five and five, my legs are a little bit more fatigued, yes. like 
Friday going into Saturday. Yeah. Then when my volume's a little less or maybe just in my program and where my legs are at and how they respond. Yeah. So I struggle sometimes. Like some days, like holding 220 watts mm-hmm. feels like an impossibility. Yeah. And other days, it's like, yo, you can do like 316 and it's like. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, I'm not rolling. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to figure out like where that wattage is for mm-hmm. me because I can have conversations through that large range. Yeah. And that's sort of why I'm saying like I want to do the VO2 max test to be like someone tell me like it's here. It's here. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, so far my like just for feel feels different. Feels different. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is like. A lot of people have smart watches or some sort of wearable. I refuse to wear a telemetric device on my wrist. Interesting. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Because I have my phone in my pocket. Why do I need it to go to my wrist? That's too? true. This is, I mean, and know. sometimes I like to just unplug with it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, get away. Respect. Well, decide. You know, everybody has their own opinion. Yeah. But I know the heart rates. You know, a lot of the watches are pretty accurate in terms of finding your heart rate. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of can tell you, oh, you're in zone two now hold this you know or whatever it is maybe so um it's just finding those trends through different ways of exercise and then decide okay this kind of all feels similar or you know maybe it's vastly different and then using that as like your zone two indicator yeah but the vo2 max is definitely like super accurate in terms of like all right you're at this heart rate all right we're here okay because it measures your breathing right and it like looks at the co2 emissions versus like oxygen oxygen intake yeah and you lose most of your fat through your breath, right? Yes. Like it, you yes, breathe it out. Like so if you could tell me, like if I could go sit on a bike in like 30 minutes, however long it would take, and they'd be like, yo, this is the wattage you need to be in. I'd be like, all right, all good right. to go. Yeah. Now I know like, all right, you're feeling crappy today. Well, you need to be here you at minimum. To, oh, you yeah. feel good today. Don't go past here. Yes. You don't have to overdo it. And yeah, it's like, yeah. all right, it's not check a bad, the uh, box. Yeah. Here we go. That's all it is. It's You have to check the box. Rock and roll. And don't try to go away from that box yeah stay in it and for me i want to say where i'm at it's not as hard to be like all right i can pull back no problem don't tell me to not (laughs) go too hard all right so we got some monostructural work we talked about sit on a rower get on a bike run walk fast all depends on where you're at athletically how you respond people are going to be better at other things or worse at other things more comfortable with other things yeah it's gonna take some time you have to plan it out yes see that in your thing um we like to do a thing uh called over under or okay overrated underrated yeah i'm thinking of like putting a bet or something like that on sports yeah, yeah. which i've never done it just doesn't appeal to me like okay i don't I mean, know i've had friends who like love doing it it's just it's not I mean, my thing I love it when you're winning hate yeah it when you're losing i don't but. need stress sitting there watching tv like yeah. i don't need it in my life. doing that all so. right so we're gonna do overrated underrated okay. and this is all opinion based all right you can tell us why you think that okay and it's all all around zone two lsd cardio work so overrated underrated rowing wattage overrated why is it overrated i mean it's the power output, I guess, is important, but it's like, just keep moving. Yeah. Like, just, I don't, like. You'd rather look at the meters go the meters, by? Just keep, let the meters go by and, like, keep your RPMs at a certain, you know, yeah. revolution and let's just roll off that. I'd like to mess with the rower. But that's 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 too? that's my overrated aspect is, like, yeah. you can manipulate it so many ways that, like. 
I like to see how I can keep the wattage the highest with the least amount of strokes per minute. Yeah. Like I've already got it where I can do like 16, 15 strokes per minute and keep my wattage at a certain thing like effortlessly. Yeah. And it's like just like he ripping it. Yeah. I think that also plays into like the weightlifting background. Yes. If you have more power pushing off as you're, you know, fully extending the hips, like it it changes it. So. All right. Overrated, underrated T stationary bikes. Stationary bikes. Ooh. I think it's underrated. Underrated. Come on. I well, should I just go get a bike? Don't let me convince you. Stick with no, your point. I, 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 go get a bike, ride it outside. You could, but it's like there's some crazy people outside sometimes riding the bikes. You got to be careful. But you're scared of the person on the bike. I'm scared of the person in the car. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, people <laughs> driving. Okay. Yeah, you're on the bike. Like you have to be strategic of where your route is too. So you have to you have to really plan for that. But I think the underrated aspect is just because you can just get on that and. That's where the timing, I think mm-hmm. some people find issues. It's like, oh, I need time to go out and do this. Well, the time, you don't have to go anywhere. You can just stay in your house and just row or just bike and uh-huh. just go, just go, just go. So it's like you can essentially just be, keep building, building that work capacity through zone two or whatever you're working on doing, but you can do it at home, you know? And so yeah. I think it's like, or the gym, wherever you're at. And there's also that controlled factor. Like, there's no hills, really. There's no the hills, no. No downhill. Like, yeah. So, And that's where the issue, if you're f- focusing on trying to stay in zone two, like, oh, if you have to get up a hill or, you know, get down a hill and slow down, you know. There's more elements you can control yes. on the stage. Try to control the controllables with that. All right. This is our last overrated, underrated, and then we got an either or here. Okay. All right. Overrated, underrated. Jogging. Jeez. Oh, Say how you feel. How do I feel about jogging? Yeah. I think it's I think it's a little underrated. Under whoa. Underrated. Cause I mean from a shot putter, I'd never thought I'd hear that. Yeah. I mean jogging from a shot putter perspective is overrated. You don't need to do that. <laughs> but I th- I think that's just it's a good way to just introduce yourself to running again. Just get back into it. Get moving. There's ways you can like it's a jog. You just want to Build some capacity and just get moving. So I think that's the, the underrated aspect of it. Overrated, I mean, you don't really need to do it, but that's overrated as a shot footer. That's a shot footer <laughs> speaking. So that's my thought on that. All right, this is an either or one. I wish I had something that was a little bit um, more like pop culture, but I don't own this one. That's fine. All right, see what I can do. Either or, self-propelled treadmill or a motorized treadmill. Self-propelled. All right. I like those. Those things look legit. I haven't got on one yet. Have you ever been on one? I haven't been on oh one yet, goodness. but I would love to get get on one. So and not jog. I try to. Run they each have like good things. Okay. Like one of the fun things with like a motorized one is to be like, you need to hold this speed. Like yes, or like say you're trying to do like a three minute sprint. Yeah, like and you want to like make sure you're going as hard as you can for three minutes, mm-hmm. the treadmill will hold you accountable. Yes, it has no choice. It will. You have no choice but to keep up or you will end up on your face. Now, with like a self-propelled one, your ham- my hamstrings light up so much more because you're like, you almost have to like drag yeah. it and pull it. You yeah. And when it starts, it's like a odd run because it's like you can't really stride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of like, like hold a, a pace yeah. through your stride. Yeah. So it's... I don't know. I I haven't been on more than like one brand of, of okay. So, so like I can't yeah. say like there's other ones that are better or worse. But. I I just think from like a sports performance standpoint, like seeing those, 
uh, self-propelled treadmills, like you can see the, the the full gait of the athlete and see how they're running and see how they apply force into the ground and things like that. Whereas the motorized treadmill, it kind of forces you to be in a certain you know gait position and running running okay. form. And so I like the self-propelled aspect. I never that. thought about it that way. Thank yeah. you for sharing it's just that. A little, yeah, I think it's just yeah, it's just a little different. So all right, we got some. Uh community questions here now like so i don't know if you're on our discord yet t all right i'm not on the Discord. we have a subreddit too but we get like audience questions from there if you're Mm -hmm. listening go join those i'm pretty active and i shouldn't say i'm pretty active compared to some people i'm not active at all but like i do read it i will comment i will engage with the community on it um and then we have our subreddit too as well yeah. Um, this one though is from our U- both of these questions today are from our YouTube community. Um, this is at QWERTY99 ASDF. I am training a 15 year old wrestler with an overdeveloped lower back and chronically tight hamstrings. About two months into a strength cycle, last night I decided to test hip flexor strength with flutter kicks, leg raises, and toe anchored sit ups, military style. And he surprisingly performed horribly. 25 sit-ups was a struggle, but when he could do 50 without his feet, but when he could do 50 without his feet anchored, is there a correlation here between his? Yeah, I mean, his low back is super developed. He's a wrestler, so he's yeah. always used to that hip flex position, and so his back is really strong. You know, doing different moves. Um, his hamstrings are probably weak just because he's always flexed, like. You put him in so focus on his hip flexors, like they're not strong because he's always bent over. So um, I think for that, like you have to work on, there's a couple of our, our football guys and wrestlers that we've worked with. And I've talked to legend about this a lot is like when the hip flexors are weak, they can't, their trunk position. Like if he does a front squat, this, this athlete, he's probably going to lean forward just because he's, his abs aren't very strong. His hip flexors aren't strong to hold him upright. So I think doing something like that an ironclad ab, that's why I'd love to give kids and see like, can they just bring their legs up and then slowly do like an eccentric coming down? Most of the time they can't. And that's where you can see. And like, this is without weight too. This is without weight. Oh, wow. No weight on the ground. Like, so you can see like the hip flexors aren't very strong, which means their abs aren't very strong, which means their power development probably isn't strong either. You can have them do like a jump and they won't be able to jump, do a box jump fast. You can relate to that, box can't jump. you? <laughs> Unfortunately, at times I can. Yes, my box jumps do have um, you know some iffiness, but they are better because I try to do some abs or some nice. flexor work. And so, gotta I really think, make sure that triple C thick is represented. Yeah, you got to be able to move being triple C thick. You can't just be like triple C thick. You got to be able to have some some fun with that. So, um, I think that's definitely something to think about is like having them do some sort of you know hip flexor work, whether that's some abs works, hanging knee raises. Um, I think a good one we like to do is just a simple V up sometimes, like having some sort of abdominal control and DTC, you need that to be able to control everything else on the backside too. So you can't just be strong on, even though having a good posterior chain is, is good, like the front side plays. You a, need a that factor. anterior sequence as well. Exactly. It, you know, don't, I don't want to say it, don't let, it's good to have a big backside, right? Yeah. But like, don't neglect. Don't neglect the front the, either. The front either. All right, another one from the YouTube community. NG Uju. Uh, LG uh, hashtag LG five NR. I'm probably not yeah. up to date on some internet thing, and yeah, missing out. On everyone knows how I read the word hypertrophy, so it's yeah, like I'm I'm a lost cause. Wild, but okay, yeah. yeah, I'll let you live. Is it niche or niche? Like you're in your own niche. Yeah. I think it's niche. you're a niche. Yeah, All right. 
I like niche. I was just asking. Like you're in this, yeah, niche. All right. It's fine. Cool. What are the best alternatives for Olympic lifts, like clean and snatch, when you are at a very crowded gym all the time? Ooh. And That's power tough. clean and power snatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think dumbbell snatches are good. I like trap bar jumps, quarter squat jumps, um, doing med ball slams to some extent, whether that's light or med ball throw to a wall can be used that way. Um, I think just doing like a clean high pull, like it depends when you're crowded. It's like if there's no platforms or, you know, what are we working with? That's always like, I think, yeah, what's the equipment there? Yeah. What do you have? What equipment can you use? Um, but I always like when I have some of my athletes that travel and I'm like, Oh, we have a hotel gym where we have like a small, we have some dumbbells or whatever. Like, okay, you can do dumbbell snatch. You can do dumbbell cleans. You can do dumbbell jerks. Like there's always something you can do. I was in a global explosive. gym once where they didn't have any like bars that would turn and Ooh, it was all yeah. metal plates. No. Mm-hmm. So what I ended up doing was overhead squats yeah. and front squats was like, all right, this is what yeah. I could kind of get away with yeah, yeah that felt similar yeah um the i was surprised no one said anything to me when i started overhead squatting really yeah i was like i was for looks? sure so like you had to get some crazy looks i wasn't that. really paying attention but i was almost positive like someone that worked there was going to tell me you can't, you can't do, do that. that yeah yeah some sort of safety yeah. issue yeah and what was funny was I think there was someone like squatting next to me okay and i had more weight on my overhead squat like just and i'm not i wasn't gonna say anything to like uh, yeah but like of course i noticed that and was laughing yes. at my, like 100 percent. i wasn't judging but i i, I kind of was i'm sorry everyone I'm a, we're judging it's okay i, I was we i apologize to this random person i can't even get a picture in my head how Just much was it that they i was only doing like maybe 255 or something like Maybe 255 <laughs> on an overhead squat in a Globo gym. Yes, that is going to be like, that but might it, be more than some people. But it wasn't a lot. Like, it's... You're thinking about your GS style. Back though. to our starting conversation yes, around it, being around... I don't around even like, know if we were recording yet. I don't know if we were either. But it's being around freaks doing weights that are like crazy. So you see 255 on an overhead squat from a snatch grip. You're like... Because you probably had to unrack it and then... Yeah. Do like a little like snatch balance press or snatch press overhead. And then and squat. then overhead squat it. And this dude's like, or this person, whoever it is, bar on their back is doing 225. And they're like feeling bad about themselves. Yeah. And rack their weights and But I'm out. used to like, I, I think of like overhead squats. I think of like Jake doing like snatch balances with like 143 for like a set of five. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And like Jake's 150 pounds. Yeah. Like, that's, 70 kilos yeah and it's like so of course i don't think it's yeah heavy. you know exactly yeah you don't think back of it. to bench in 185 yeah it's i've been i started uh training my bench if anyone's still listening to laugh at this one i and i talk about like i tore my pec here small yeah. in high school i tore this pec bad as an adult I, i'm not gonna flex it i'll maybe flex it for you later like it's bad <laughs> so like my bench is atrocious but because my bench is atrocious like my delts pick up a lot yes. of the slack so i've been working on my bench i before i said just off the cuff i'm like i bet i could pa press this amount of weight and i yes. said 100 kilos and i did it yeah so but since around like february march i started training like a you know upper body lower body like the lulu split type of thing with okay. it um 
and I've been training like an overhead press with like technical coordination movement. Yeah. Bench pressing is the absolute strength one. Um, with pull ups too, because I love doing pull ups. Anyway, I did. I got the single leg roller, so I got the pad. I'm like, oh, we can start doing a PA press as like the technical coordination movement. Start yeah. going lighter, you know. Ended up ramping a set of four, and I ended up hitting two twenty five. And I mean, like it was breezy, and I have it on film too. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's impressive. Um, we'll conclude on that, and Great. I hope you start doing more on your PA press because I bet you don't go heavier than one hundred ever on it. Yeah, no, yeah, I you don't. should be doing like one twenty. I've seen your bench. Yeah, that's sure. I probably should. I see your delts. Step oh. up your game so you can throw what twenty two meters. You need twenty two to... meters would be yeah, really nice. Calling you out. Thank you, Earl. Uh, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Um, do you want to do Dane's piece? All right. Uh, no. yeah, I, I, how does he start that uh, one? That's always like a... He says, I don't... Oh, well, cultivate you your power. Cultivate, always cultivate your power. Peace. <laughs>